and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Oh, welcome to the podcast, the first one. Hello. 0.0001. Uh, it's Nick and Jules with you for the very first time. Thank brand you, Vera. Brand new, brand new hit breakfast show. We cannot wait. And we've got this sneaky podcast exclusive for you. Yeah, enjoy. We don't know what's in here because yep. we've got a producer that's doing that for us at the moment. Aren't we lucky? There's a lot of wheels in motion right now as we try and get ready for to kick things off Monday morning at 6 a.m. Set the alarm. Get ready. Don't snooze. Otherwise, that could be awkward. Just to be safe. Set your alarm for five. Try and get a seat early in front of the radio that morning. Yes. Because you don't want to be sitting at the back and unable to hear us. Sucks it's going to be good. Uh, plenty of games, stuff to be won on the show. Oh, yeah. Alpha Some stories. You get to learn about us, which will be great. Mm. Uh, because the thing is, no one has any idea who we are. No. So we'll try and help you figure that out. Have you heard, Jules, around... Because um, we've been in town for a little while now. Yeah. And they've had these little promos with snippets of our voices. Have you heard those little ads just yet? I have, yes. Um, my habit with bunny ears headbands back in the day has been rolling around a bit. Oh, I haven't even remember heard Remember that, that one? one? What is that? Which one bunny do you remember? I, there's one about you talking about a vacuum cleaner. Oh, yeah, my prized possessions. And me wood, whittling wood. Which I, the thing is, we're we, versatile, aren't we? Yeah, we can do it all. We can record <laughs> radio, we'll whittle something with wood. Uh, you've got plenty of time to learn about who we are, though. Um, thanks again for downloading this. If you're excited to join the show, to tune in, mm-hmm. we'll speak to you Monday morning. Yay! 13, 10, 60. You can always get in touch. Always get in touch with the Facebook and all that stuff. That's it. Um, hey, we'll play some stuff now and uh, <laughs> enjoy. We'll see you soon. Nick and Jules. Jules, imagine being so good at your job. This will be pretty easy for you to imagine because you look across me at the desk. Oh, mornings. thank you so much. Um, and imagine being so good at your job that you are guaranteed for promotion. That's what <gasps> one uh, Victorian police officer, leading constable Sally Fairweather, is currently living through. Hailed a hero, leading senior constable Sally Fairweather saved three people from drowning near Balan last month. Wow. Incredible. Uh, I was reading this story. I saw this on the news. Some people had fallen off a jet ski. She drove past, saw just a jet ski just cutting donuts by itself in a lake. Oh, my goodness. How terrifying. And then I guess the instinct of a police officer kicked in. She's yes. going, you know what? Let's go save these people. Obviously, that's a bit sus. She jumps in, saves the day. That is incredible. That's what you want our Victoria police to do. And I think, and, you know, not to, you know, crap on cops a little bit, but a lot of the time you do hear bad stuff about them. So mm-hmm. when you do hear when you do hear one being a hero, you want to go, let's celebrate you. Surely this person gets a pat on the back. Surely this person gets a promotion. But no, right now, uh, chaos has ensued following Sally Fairweather's heroics. The Premier is calling on common sense to prevail after a police officer allegedly missed out on a promotion for wearing earrings during a TV interview. Sally Fairweather was talking to Seven News about her bravery. Now her career is under a cloud. I'm sorry, what? You are missing out on an incredible promotion because you're wearing earrings. What has earrings got to do with her job? I thought the same thing, Jules. I thought the same thing. I thought, you're a cop. Mm. Uh, you know, and in addition to just being earrings, I thought, oh, you know, because sometimes I see girls who have those incredible, crazy long ones where they're borderline touching the shoulder. Oh, yes. All the big hoops. The, ho- the hoops where it's like, you know, that. maybe it's a tripping hazard. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, the earrings are that big. Maybe they're dangling The door the handle floor. gets stuck in the hoop. Yeah. No, Sally Fairweather, leading constable Sally Fairweather, her earrings were just like these little studs. Seriously? Okay. okay so how, how do we know? Like, what's the big issue with the earrings? Is there been any more detail? I was reading up on the details oh, of good. The, the uniform policy of Victoria Police. As and you do. The cops are supposedly, they're not allowed to wear earrings and have studs and that sort of thing because... They're worried that criminals are going to grab onto them and hang on to you. 
So if you're like trying to chase down a criminal, I guess try to chase it, run away from a criminal, they're going to use it as a handle and just grab onto those little nubs on your ears. Like an exit route. Yeah, exactly. Like like the handles, like you're, you're going wakeboarding, yep. you're in the river and you've got it hanging on for dear life. That's the criminals out there. But the police, they have handcuffs. So they could just turn around and say, well, thank you very much for that, uh, Joseph. Let's go here. Like it doesn't make any sense. I I honestly, okay, so I had earrings uh, growing up, unfortunately not anymore, a bit of um, scar tissue, unfortunate. Yeah, you didn't want to um, lose your promotional opportunities Obviously. here at the station. But in netball, oh, the earrings, they were a force to be reckoned with. So we had to put Band-Aids around them so that no right. one would get onto them and go somewhere. So would you like to see the Victoria Police sort of adopt the same mentality of netball Victoria? <laughs> put on the Band-Aids before you go off to work. Yeah, we need a, we need a referee out there just mm. before you leave the station. Um, let's make sure there's bullets in your gun, of course. Tasers charged. All right. And girls, girls, earrings, nails, are we good? Get that fun feeling in the morning. Nick and Jules. Well, hey, Jules, bad news another childhood icon that a lot of people, a lot of Australians, a lot of people listening would have grown up with, getting cancelled. Oh, another cancelling. Seriously, I can't keep up with these. And you know what? To be fair, with the cancel culture, I agree with some of it because sometimes I look back and I go, yeah, that was a bit sus and maybe we shouldn't be celebrating it right now. But Mm -hmm. uh, when I tell you this one, a... It's a main character from a book series, a beloved book series that a lot not of people Not Harry Potter. God, could you imagine if Harry Potter got cancelled? Oh dear, the scar. I it's not his fault. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's child abuse. Mm. Child abuse. Yep. Was it abuse that kid? Oh, I, don't, I haven't read the whole book, so I don't know how it ends. But There's a few. It's not Harry Potter. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the childhood, the picture book, actually. The picture book, Rainbow Fish. I love Rainbow Fish. I dressed up as that for book week last year. Rainbow Fish. Beautiful, yes. beautiful book. Beautiful scales, story. Yes. You know, so teaching about... Um, you know, how to not be selfish. It's about sharing. Mm. It's about kindness. Uh, but a bunch of TikTok users, people on Instagram and online, of course, that community there, they're trying to cancel Rainbow Fish. Rainbow Fish is full of himself because when all the other fish wanted to play with him, he sort of swam past them and thought he was better. Then one of the fish asked for one of his scales and he refuses, which in my opinion, I think he has the right to do that. He doesn't have to give up part of himself for anybody. Now, Rainbow Fish is being cancelled because the storyline teaches people that, you know what, they should share. Okay, so they said that Rainbow Fish swam past everyone because he was thinking so much about him. Yeah, selfish. No, what about he was too scared? He was too shy to hang out with the other fishes. Is that, I, don't, I haven't read the book in a long time. Okay, it's been that, a while for me too, but... Yeah, okay. It's okay. So we're, we're not the authorities It's all up to here. interpretation these days, isn't it? They are saying that Rainbow Fish should be cancelled because the story that it's uh, preaching to kids. Mm. I'm sure there are plenty of kids in kindergarten and preschool right now who will probably have that book on the shelf and probably have it read to them. And then they get to year 12 and they have to write an essay on it? Possibly. Yes. It might be a sort of a VCE thing, but they're saying that, you know what, these kids are being taught that, you know, what if you have something special about yourself? Mm. You've got to give it up. Now, I understand saying it like, you've got to give it up, does make it seem a little bit suspect, but can we just say it's a kid's book? It also sounds demanding. You have to give this up. You've got to give up your, your scales. Uh, you don't have to give up your scales, but also if you're being a selfish prick, which the fish was. Oh, no, really? Like, uh, maybe you're you not know, on Rainbow Fish's side. I think we, we call out, we don't cancel. And I don't know if there's much of a distinction there. I'm calling out Rainbow Fish for being a selfish prick. Uh, as far as fish go. Wow. Don't know many of them. Okay. You know, you know, cause you think of, you think of all the other generous fish of the world. Nemo. Yes. Nemo's dad, Dory. Forgetful. They're, they're all relatively the same one. But they're fine. Hmm. They're fine. They're not selfish. Wow. Okay. Let's just put an asterisk on the reading list for Rainbow Fish if anyone wants to study it, okay? Yeah. Make sure you do it with parental supervision. Nick and Jules. Jules, the ex-chief of the Australian Navy has been called out 
for proposing to his girlfriend. What's wrong with that? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, Jules. We love love here on this show, and ex-chief of the Navy, Michael Noonan, deserves it as well. Uh, The reason why he has come under fire, though, is not for actually the proposal itself, Jules. It's for how he went about proposing. What, What did he do? Did he do something lavish? Uh, lavish is probably a pretty fair way of describing it. Uh, ex-chief of the Navy, one of the things the Navy loves is submarines, and he has borrowed a submarine from the Navy and used it as part of his proposal. Well, I mean, if he's got the resources, why don't you? You said he's the ex-chief. Yeah, he's he the could ex-chief. have access to all the things. He could have all the keys. He knows exactly. Yeah. Do you, do you reckon the submarine's run by keys, or is uh, it sort of like a fingerprint I system? I quite thought about it. Do you think it should be a, you know, it's like a... Uh, like a what are the, the, the new keys where it's just like, you've got to have the key nearby and you yep, just press yep, the start. Yep. Uh, well, here's what I reckon, Jules. Michael Noon, he's come under fire for using uh, the Navy's property to part of the proposal. I think it's actually a bit ridiculous because he didn't like just nick the submarine. Oh. Like it wasn't just parked in the submarine parking lot at the Navy base, which Did is I assume how it to dig to find it somewhere? No. He's actually, he was doing, he was at work. They were filming something off the coast of Western Australia, some sort of uh, Defence Force Australia, like promotional videos. Right. And they were both there. And whilst they were both on the submarine, he went and proposed. So it sounds like a convenience proposal. It's a, Yeah, it's convenient. He's like, oh, we happen to be on the submarine. We both happen to be in the Navy. This is quite lovely. Why don't I pop the question? Was the fiancé part of the Navy? Yeah, she's there. She's. I think she, from what I've seen from the photos, because they posted a photo of them kissing on top of the submarine. They both seem to be part of the Navy. I mean, I hope the ex-chief of the Navy was part of the Navy. So, okay, she'd appreciate the gesture then, but it it doesn't, like, okay, sure, for the everyday person it seems lavish, but for these guys, like, what's the issue? It's just a submarine, right? For all we know, this just happened on the Navy version of Smoko. That's it. They've gone up for a little bit of air, and he's gone, hey, what do you reckon? Let's get married. Here's the ring. What do you think? She goes, yep, and that's it. And everyone's saying that it's an inappropriate use of government resources and stuff, but there's nothing more romantic than... Uh, you know, just proposing to someone on your lunch break, is there? No, absolutely not. <sighs> Best place you could get married is. Under the sea, under the sea. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Which is what I assume he sung to her as they were <laughs> proposing. Nick and Jules. Nick, we are new to these offices. We've been... Uh, Getting used to these corridors, for me especially, I'm very mm. good at getting lost around here. Sure. Well, to be fair, this building's quite old, so it's really weirdly designed. It's like a little rabbit warren. I don't quite understand where everything is. Mm. Lots of cor- corridors to get lost in. Fortunately, I've uh, made it to the toilet a number of times. Oh, it's great. Thank you. And something... <laughs> I really would be concerned if that ended in, well, I made it most of the time. There was one time and, you know, we can smell it down that avenue. Just avoid that room, please. Yeah, all right. But there's something that's got my attention in mm. the women's toilets. And obviously you and producer Matt wouldn't have seen this unless you've walked in there unintentionally. Well, you know, it's easy to get lost. Mm. Hey, Charles, it's, it's easy. It's not my fault. <laughs> there is a sign above the toilet mm-hmm. and on the back of some toilet doors yep. in capital letters with a diagram. The sign reads, please be respectful of others and ensure that the seat is clean after use, that you flush the toilet and check the bowl is empty before leaving the cubicle. If the flush does not work properly the first time, try, try again until it does. A little respect goes a long way. And the diagram is a person pressing the flush button. It's very passive aggressive. So there's obviously someone that's using the women's toilets that's forgetting to give one of these. Mm-hmm. Not only 
that, but it's laminated. So someone has gone to the well, point. you'd have to have it. It's in the bathroom. It's going to have to be laminated, Jules. Yes, blue tack. This person is clearly upset. I just want to say, state for the record, yeah. it couldn't have been me because that sign was there my first day. Yeah, I right. am not the culprit. I got to say, I don't know if you've seen many of those documentaries or, you know, even like crime thrillers where it turns out it's a serial killer that actually brings up their crimes to the police. Like Genius. It's, it's a serial killer. They actually want to get caught. That's the subconscious thing about it. So what you're doing, you're actually very inadvertently stating on the record on the radio it wasn't me. Yeah, all right. Well, we haven't done the DNA <laughs> testing. Is it? So are they? Have you? I mean, not to be too graphic, mm-hmm. honest, you know, people are having breakfast right now. That's but it. Have you seen the damage? Have you seen the victims? I am yet to see any damage. So all I can figure out is that it's either someone that's frustrated has the time to laminate things, yeah, right, and the same writing, the same sort of context that uh. The kitchen also has to say, put your dishes away. Oh, hang on. So is your issue with the, the toilet, the actual, the poo, or is it your issue no, with the sign? I haven't seen any damage. I've only seen the oh. sign. I've seen someone with a warning sign that is very Karen-esque. My other alternative yeah. is that it's a cleaner. That's put the sign up. That's put the sign up that is sick of having to do overtime every single day when they come in to clean the women's toilets. Good move from the cleaner, though. You know, if you're going to put a sign up getting people to do your job, be like a criminal, uh, be like a cop putting like, um, you know, at an av- like a, down an alley where drug dealers please, go down. Please don't sell drugs. We appreciate that would be it if ideal. you would. Thank you. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.